This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. One of my favorite things to do is check in with good friends. We've got Randy Slack in Wilmington and Josh Graham in Greensboro, Triad, Kernersville, wherever he is. I don't know, be his, uh, it's all on the internet, and it's time for the roundtable. Let's do it. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. There they are, if you're watching on ESPN. ESPN. (laughs) I wish. Was I out late last night at a hockey game until like 12 or so uh, last night? If you're watching on WRAL Sports Plus, there's Josh Graham, Sports Hub Triad at Josh Graham Radio. And there's Randy Slack from ESPN Wilmington at R Slack 37. All right, because he's a big Andre Svechnikov fan. Uh, We're not starting with hockey. Oh, well, you're, you're not an Andre Svechnikov fan? Is that what you're trying to tell me? You don't like why, why don't you like Andre Svechnikov? I've just I've been a 37 guy since maybe since before Andre Svechnikov was born. So I just so it's maybe, just a fun number. Maybe he is a Randy Slack fan. I doubt that. No, it, it, why, why? Why would you put anything <laughs> past him? He's a smart young man. Uh, all right, let's we'll start with college football, and we'll start with the individual side of this. So Drake May has been the best quarterback in college football for probably the entire season. People are just now noticing it, and the numbers are really glaring how good he is. So tell me, I'll start with you, Randy. Tell me why he should or should not win the Heisman. Well, he shouldn't win the Heisman just because he hasn't had the quote-unquote Heisman moment. I love Drake May. I've been a fan of him all season long. But when you look at a freshman to try to win the Heisman, they have to have that special thing that they do. Like Johnny Menzel beat Alabama. He had that crazy game there. Tim Tebow was Tim Tebow in Florida, and it was exciting. But Drake May, as great as he's been, Carolina hasn't really been in any high-leverage games, and he hasn't really done anything that's just been like, oh, my God, we have to watch that over and over again. He's just been an incredible player all season long. He has been an incredible player all season long. We have data points left, though, don't we? We have a few, yeah. Um, obviously, if the uh, if things go the way they're going for Carolina, if he has a big ACC championship game, I don't know when the voting is on the Heisman stuff. But right after. A, if he has a great showing against Clemson, I think he has a legitimate opportunity. That, to me, is his biggest – I mean, obviously, we care about the the Wolfpack next week, but the national spotlight isn't going to really be on that game. No, no, not the Friday after Thanksgiving it won't be, especially when you got the Hurricanes and the Bruins. Uh, all right, Josh Graham, same question to you. Uh, why will he or, uh, or why should he or shouldn't he? win the Heisman. Two two things need to happen in order for Drake May to win the Heisman trophy. What Randy was alluding there, alluding to there is true. You need to have that Heisman moment and you're going to have a stage that neither Hendon Hooker nor Bryce Young get because they're not playing in the conference championship that Saturday night against Clemson, who at that time might be close to a top five, top six team at that point, depending if there's some carnage the next few weeks. That's the type of spot you can have an air quote Heisman moment if you win the game. That's number one. Number two, he needs C.J. Stroud to lose. 
If C.J. Stroud has an unbeaten Buckeye season and beats Michigan and wins the Big Ten championship, his stats are good enough and the stages he's been on are a lot bigger than the one Drake May's been on that he's going to win the award. So in order for him to have a shot, him being Drake, you need those two variables to break your way. And even then, you could start to have a conversation about if Ohio State's loss was to Michigan and Blake Corum's been really good. We've seen in past years, the committee has no problem giving the award to running backs. Just ask Derrick Henry or Mark Ingram in the last dozen years. All right, I'm I'm at a loss for where C.J. Stroud's Heisman moment is, but because um, I think the other part of that, I'm not saying you're wrong, by the way. I'm just saying he hasn't had that moment either. But the the reality is that for the same reason why for many people who know about college football, that North Carolina is not anything other than a fringe contender for the playoff if they go 12-1 and one because who have they played? Those That same reasoning will be used against Drake May to say, well, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, third, but therefore he's the Heisman, even though Drake May is the better player. Well, That's and I think the secret of all of it, though, when you consider, look at USC's resume, Adam, and put it side-by-side side with North Carolina's. Either USC is ranked five spots too high or North Carolina's ranked five spots too low. The only justification for USC being five spots higher is because of their brand name. Mm-hmm. And every year, there's a there's a Bama well, or Ohio State quarterback really. who's in this spot. Uh, well, I mean, no, what the, is the difference between the two? Well, one of them didn't get trucked by a mediocre team on their own field. But one of them lost on a two-point conversion on the road at a top-10 team. That's a, but I think the, that's a pretty big but, difference, no? The Am fact, I crazy? The fact, the fact is that they both played one ranked team, and both of them okay. lost to that ranked team. No, and I, those ranked teams they lost to are pretty good right now. I, I get it. Yeah, pretty good now. <laughs> Notre Dame wasn't that then, so we, we have to apply some context. When you play a team is almost as important as who that team is. And when Carolina played Notre Dame, they were reeling. They were coming off of several either losses or poor performances in wins. Lest I uh, remind you that they nearly lost at home to Cal after also already losing at home to Marshall. This is you're the- right. You're right, Adam. But the problem but that's is why that's, that's, not, what, that's 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 not reality of where we operate, though. Tell no, but SEC that's why that that's why we have that separation in the rankings. No, because they can look at this really, logically. But, but it's but I would argue it's because of brand again. Because <laughs> well, I don't think it has nothing true. to do with it. But hold you, one sec. Hold it's one not second, just though. because Southern Cal fight on guy with a sword <laughs> with a stupid hat on. There's a, the there's context. an actual reason. There's a practical reason for it. You're right about the context, but I guarantee you, if it comes down to Clemson, who is 12 and one with an ACC title going up against Tennessee, and there's one playoff spot, I'm going to hear everybody say, well, they beat LSU badly in Baton Rouge, and no one's going to give a rip about the context of when that loss happened for LSU. No, I I, well, I actually think LSU was probably playing pretty well at that point anyway, but I'm, I they think— They were unranked. No, I—so so what? <laughs> you can—if you, you get off to a bad start— It takes you a while to become a ranked team. I'm not saying that they were this. And frankly, I'm not sure that I think Tennessee is going to be in the playoff if a couple of things break for them because they have two of the best wins on the board. 
you know, wh- whether we think LSU is great or not, it's still going to be at worst a top 15 win on the road at their place. And you have the win over Alabama, which is still in the top 10 because Alabama apparently is it's it's impossible for them to be ranked any lower which I, maybe it's part of the system that we haven't read. It, it's like conference champions get uh, a certain amount of uh, sway and that Alabama always has to be in the top ten. Uh, Randy Slack, have you heard anything here that you disagree with uh, vehemently, or should we move on? Well, first of all, um, I think Drake May, another thing that goes against him is the fact he's a freshman, and the voters can be like, well, we can vote for him next year because he'll probably be even better or around the same level. This whole argument on who's a good win, who's a bad loss when you play a team, this is all just more proof that we need to expand the playoff and just put all the really good teams in and let them play each other instead of having a beauty contest and figuring out if beating a team in October wait, is wait. better than beating a team in November. These are th- these are completely unrelated statements now. <laughs> so I can't allow this to go uh, unchecked, Randy Slack. All we're doing with we're going to end up with the same fourteen. Now this is a weird year. This is the first time in a long time in the in the playoff era, the fourteen playoff era, which is really just a bloated BCS. But this is the first yeah. time that we have ever had where it wasn't obvious who the teams were going to be. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888 0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. The, Not last year? No, the no, the the only the, the only question ever is the is the fourth team. Everything else is pretty yeah. much obvious who the who the the first 3 teams are. It's the fourth team that is always a little bit yeah, I'm not sure, but then by the time all the games are played, everybody's sure. They haven't gotten it wrong yet. They've they've made well, zero. Or are you, yeah, you going to are you going to go Ohio State in in the first one? Is that what no, we're going to no, do? No, I'm going to I'm going to go Ohio State the year they didn't win the Big Ten, and Penn State should have gotten in. Penn State Ohio had two losses. State, Ohio, but somebody should well somebody else should have right. gotten in. Ohio State gets in. They don't win their conference. Does the season matter or not? Against, they shut up, get shut out against Oregon. So that was a that was a great call. You know, that was a good uh, what what happens in the games. I I always separated it. Anything can happen in a game. Right. Ohio State got in the first year at number four and they kicked sure. everybody's rear end. Right. Yeah. That and, and they kicked everybody's rear end with like their what their eighth quarterback. Well, wasn't yeah. what, right. He was. I don't he even wasn't there to play Cardale, Cardale Jones. Cardale Jones, right. And the big argument yeah. was, oh, he's got to – he should go pro. He should have gone pro. He shouldn't have come back. Yeah. Um, but th- that was the only one that was semi-controversial. I mean, if you lose twice, apparently unless you're in the SEC, uh, then you're not going. It's just It's just that simple. But Penn State did win the right game when they beat Ohio State during the regular season. So they ended up winning the division, and they go to – uh, they go to and they ended up winning the Big Ten title, uh, but it's all right. They they kind of knew going in. By the way, the only people who weren't complaining, Penn State wasn't complaining. 
Until after the fact. Well, after the fact. They didn't complain about it. I, I, I lived. I lived in. I lived in Pittsburgh at the time. I heard a lot of complaining. Yeah, from the, Pittsburgh, uh, but not from James Franklin. J- James yeah. James Franklin was like, yeah, we know. We're just we're just here to play a game, uh, which is fine. I got uh, I got no problem with it. But um, and now I completely lost my train of thought. Why did you do that to me, Randy? <laughs> Why'd you make me mad? I'm sorry. So I lost. No, I'm it's sorry. fine. Um, look, I think ultimately Tennessee's gonna end. Tennessee probably will be the biggest beneficiary if UCLA does the thing this week and makes the Pac-12 champion moot, right? Because if everybody's got two losses, they're not sending a team to the playoff. Um, I think Clemson's only argument to it is that their schedule is going to look better than North Carolina's. They both got blown out by Notre Dame. But, Don't count out Clemson. Don't count out the ACC. Adam, how many times? No, I'm do not we counting Clemson people, out. Well, I it, all I hear is if Tennessee, if it comes down to Tennessee and Clemson, it's a no-brainer that Tennessee's going to get in. Usually, the last ten spots. Pay attention to what the committee does. They usually right. use those last ten spots to justify what they want to do. And the fact they kept NC State in this week and kept Florida State, keep moving them up. And Notre Dame keeps coming up. And the fact that they no, were no. ranked number four when the first ranking came out, a lot of people, right. not you, but a lot of people were writing off Clemson. I think that's where we're headed. I think we're headed towards Tennessee 11 and 1, Clemson 12 and 12 and 1 ACC champ, one spot who gets it. And I don't think it's a lock that the big orange team from Knoxville is going to be the orange team. Oh, I don't think that. it's a lock either. And, uh, you know, if NC State wins this week, maybe they'll move up far enough where a loss to North Carolina won't knock them out. But I don't think Clemson would need that. Clemson would have North Carolina, and they would have Florida State. If Florida State beats Florida, Florida State's going to end up around 15. Uh, and they're going to have two really nice-looking wins and the ugly loss to Notre Dame where they were non-competitive, uh, although that game really changed on a block punt. Um, all right, let, let, let me move to NC State. This This has all been very fun so far. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll ask you the same question I asked somebody before, Randy, uh, when, uh, when 10 years from now, when you've got your, uh, your, your granddaughter and she's, uh, she's bouncing on your knee and she says, dad, granddad, uh, what happened to NC state in 2020 and 2022? What will you tell you? First of all. I don't know how old you think I am. I'm only 38. So I'm a little insulted. I I said 10 years from now. Ten, 48? I don't even have a, my own kid. But I, that's not the question you asked me. I'm sorry. I feel like this is what we run into with NC State. It's a team that there's times, there's hope, and it's like this is it. This is when they're really going to do something in football. And usually it happens mid-season, and it's like, oh, this is turned into a good year. This time it was the preseason. We were like, oh, this is, you know, Leary, the court. They finally have they have a big-time quarterback to go with this defense. They did. And here we are, another disappointing Wolfpack team that is just like, I don't know, when, when they needed to win, they just didn't. Well, that is true. Um, they, had, they had their opportunities. Uh, Josh, you have, uh, you have a thought on what happened to NC State this year? I'd say, listen, well, sit on uh, grandfather's lap here <laughs> and let me tell you about a little thing called NC State stuff. Oh, please. Where... Where, where you I, have, look I should like, shut your you camera like off. Where you look like you're dead in the water. I should shut and your camera you beat, off right now for that NC State Forest. stuff garbage. You beat Wake Forest. 
And Damn. then, man, this add this to Julio's lull of the wolf, where ne- always be <laughs> weary of Boston College. Always when you play Boston College after a big win, especially if it's at home, that you should Just be brutal. terrified of this. Isn't that what nuked Tom O'Brien to <laughs> towards the end of his tenure? A home loss to Boston College. Well, he, they almost they that's, were that's losing really big. They were losing big to Maryland, and it was almost over for Tom O'Brien a year before it was over, I think. But um, yeah, that was an unacceptable loss. It really was. And and it, it for me, and I've been saying this all year. I think approach is as big a problem for NC State as anything. And sometimes, like, if if you're going to take the conservative route, the safe route more often than not, you better know that you have better players than the other team. And they have to be significantly better so you don't leave things up to chance. And that's what they did against Boston College. They just assumed. I think there was a, a, a fair amount of arrogance that when they went through BC in the first two drives, like, poop through a goose, they just figured, oh, we're just going to roll here. And then they play, basically played the rest of the game with the sense that, oh, we're much better than them. And BC didn't go away. BC kept scratching and clawing, and they just, they hung around, and it was a seven-point game, uh, oh, what, ten-point game at the half. Then State didn't do anything with the gift turnover early in the second half, kicked another field goal, and that was it. They didn't score a touchdown on BC in the second half. And I think part of that is mindset. They have to get out of that. They they accepted a field goal at Clemson after Clemson started the game with their own field goal. Why wouldn't you go? I mean, change your offensive philosophy, maybe not to fit your personnel, but to fit the moment. You had an opportunity. Who cares if you lose at Clemson? If you have a chance to win, you got to go for it. I don't think they went for it. Is that crazy? Either one of you. I'm still hung up on poop through a goose. Did you get that from Logan? <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, it's it's a different word than poop. The way my wife says it. <laughs> you play to win the game, you know. Right. And... Go after it. And I don't yeah. think there's enough of go after it. Uh, there hasn't been. There wasn't at the end of the BC game. But I think they're going to beat Louisville this weekend, and I think. Really? I do. And I think State Carolina is going to be uh, a heck of a lot of fun. They still have a great defense. They can still look, look what they did to Wake. They still have a great defense. They can get after, they can get after the quarterback. They can cause some problems. The defense is playing better. I still wouldn't call it good, but it's playing better. All right. Uh, finally, you have World Cup picks, Josh? Um, I think it's probably going to be the favorites. Uh, it's, you don't even it's know who the favorites are, do you? You have <laughs> Arge- no idea who Argentina, the favorites are. Either Argentina or Brazil. Just because you 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 look at this tournament. Could you and imagine how ran- if Messi won a World Cup? He finally won some world event. Neymar, they, they what was it? What did they beat uh, Brazil? Was it Copa uh, Copa America? Copa, they, Copa America, right? Yeah. They finally win, right. and Neymar felt so bad for Messi, these rivals, Brazil and Argentina, that Neymar was, like, praising him. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Come on, Argentina can't say win there's the it isn't to say there isn't going to be surprises in this tournament. Like, I mean, just look at the United States' group. Lord knows what's going to happen in that group and who's going to get Tough through. Group. But I think I think when you get to the end, especially given the circumstances surrounding this World Cup and where it's being played this year, I think the, mm. the, mo- the most talented teams are going to be the ones that show out at the end. It sounds like a boring answer, but I think it's going to be either Brazil or Argentina, and I don't know which of the two are going to win. Now, see, I would go, I think that the divide is more with France and Brazil and kind of everybody else. Uh, the defending champs, uh, France brings back a ton of people. Uh, Brazil, uh, Copa Americana, I think, won 18 of 19 matches. Uh, if you win 18 of 19 in South America, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, that's going to be a really, really tough team. Uh, team USA, like, I don't know. Are we getting uh, out of the group? To, they, Are we getting out of Group B? I feel like we're the NC State of the World Cup. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. United States stuff? Yeah, they 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 can't lose to Wales. I don't think they'll lose to Wales, but I don't think they'll lose. Randy, if France wins the World Cup, I will buy you a beer. That's still allowed in the States, right? Yes. Not See, that's like I was gonna close I was gonna close with that very quickly. <laughs> Should FIFA be mad that Qatar decided at the eleventh hour? You know what? Beer sales? Nah. Should FIFA no. be mad? No, FIFA can't be mad because they completely sold out to the Qatar government mm. and showed how corrupt they were when they decided to give a World Cup. Let's not forget, when the World Cup was awarded there, they were still under the understanding that they were going to play this during the summer until they weren't. And they were still under the understanding <laughs> until this week that beer was going to be sold yep. until it wasn't. It turns out when you do business with a shady Saudi Arabian government, eh, probably... Probably not the most trustworthy outfit not over a good there. Idea. Now, now you're the one. You're the one that can't complain when you decided to go there. FIFA should cut a $75 million check now, back to Budweiser. Now, I have heard, and this could be hashtag not fake news, but I've heard that if you're the VIPs and the hospitality yep. suites, there is still alcohol, which to me the Adam is Gold. The, most, yeah. the Adam Gold. The most FIFA thing ever, that the rich right. people are still going to get everything that they want but all the, the regular people that are as regular as you can be at the, at the World Cup in, in Qatar, Chant. those people don't get the alcohol. I'm sure that's not going to come up at any point where all the people drinking non-alcoholic beer are going to be like, hey, all the rich people upstairs are just boozing it up, no problem. Yeah, ch- chances that there's Budweiser in the suites of all these stadiums, probably not great. Uh, What's Diego Maradona <laughs> going to drink during a championship ah, match? Uh, what kind I, of drugs is he going uh, to be on? Oh, come on, we got to go there? You got to go there with, uh, <laughs> with Maradona? Right there. We're sitting right there. I don't think right he's there. rooting for Messi, by the way. That's Josh Graham, Sports Hub Triad, at Josh Graham Radio. That's Randy Slack, uh, ESPN Wilmington, at rslack37, because he's a huge Andres Vechnikov fan. Uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks, man. Thank you. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.